back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rico mentioned before we go to the break, there was some transfer portal news for Nebraska Day. James Carney entering the transfer portal. Hadn't been practicing this spring with Nebraska, um, so I guess nothing that's going to be shocking Matt Rule or anybody. Um, But it is interesting, I think, you know, redshirt freshman, um, second in-state tight end uh, with Chris Hickman to to leave, be part of the transfer portal um, this offseason. it, it, you know, it's easy to just kind of overlook this and just kind of say, yeah, and, and obviously best luck to James Carney and wherever his next stop is. Um, but do you ever think maybe we overemphasize in-state recruiting on days like these? Or do you think that okay. this, you know, it's it's a 50-50 proposition you just about, like all of recruiting? You're about to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I have said this before. Um, I don't know if I've said it on the air, but just because it's, it's a tricky process. Just because you played high school football in the state of Nebraska does not immediately um, mean that you should be offered by the University of Nebraska. does not mean that you deserve a scholarship to the University of Nebraska. Now, I'm not saying that James Carney didn't deserve it. He played his, his butt off. Uh, his 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 junior and senior year at Norris, he was a fantastic tight end. He definitely deserved that scholarship. I'm just saying when people, you know, emphasize in-state recruiting as the end-all, be-all, and and you can't let these people leave the state, and how could you do this, and blah blah, all this stuff. Sometimes there are guys in the state who don't fit the scheme, or or you know maybe weren't that. Uh, didn't didn't look like they were going to you know achieve the things that they did end up achieving at whatever college they went to, um, and sometimes they are just misses. Sometimes sometimes you do everything you can, and they still choose somewhere else. Like there are, there are, and also if some of those guys did end up coming to Nebraska, there's no saying, there's no there's no promise or or anything that they would have ended up the way that they did at, at the university that they ended up going to. Like, who's to say that, you know, who's to say that, that Noah Fant comes to Nebraska and is a second-round tight end, first-round tight end, I don't remember, I think it was first-round, first-round tight end uh, in the NFL if he, if he played at Nebraska. In Nebraska, well, we've said it on the airwaves, very notorious for misusing tight ends. They don't use tight ends as much as they probably should. They've had some talented guys. They don't use them that well. Who's to say that that Harrison Phillips um, w- would have turned out to be the amazing D-tackle that he was at Stanford if he would have come to Nebraska? I, there's, there's, there's no telling how well these guys would have turned out if they would have come here. So I, the in-state recruiting angle of things, I get it. And I know that you want to keep the top guys in your state, but just because you play in this state does not mean that you automatically need to go to the University of Nebraska. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and and, and, I, and I think it's interesting to go through those. I mean, I think if you you are Nebraska, you know, we talk about locking down those borders because there's not enough 
um, you know, usually not enough talent uh, coming out of the state of Nebraska. Now that seems to be kind of trending in the upward direction where there is more power five talent. And, and so maybe Nebraska is going to have to be a little bit more choosy uh, with, with who in state they mm-hmm. feel like is going to match up with their program. Once again here, just because it didn't work out with James Carney doesn't mean, um, you know, he doesn't have a future in football yeah. or, or it was a bad decision or anything like that. He's a really like good that. tight end. It, just, it I mean, it just it, it but that that's back to the point of all altogether. Like if you can hit 50 percent on recruiting and, and hit doesn't mean all Big Ten guys. I mean, you know, getting guys just out there playing, mm-hmm. contributing, um, you know, that's difficult enough as it is from a, a wide range of things. Um, you know, four stars, five stars, three stars doesn't matter. None of these guys are guaranteed. And and, and the hit rate is, is about equal on four stars as it is three mm-hmm. stars for what it's worth. I so, mean, you've got five star after five star going to Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, all those schools. Not all of them turn out to be the five-star person that you thought they right. were going to be. Sometimes they don't end up playing. Sometimes they end up transferring. Other times they end up being, you know, the 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 five-star crazy athlete that you thought they were going to turn out to. But the the hit rate, like you said, is is pretty low for five stars. It's not every five-star in whatever recruiting class is going to go to that university and and you know, obviously not set records, but but change the the complexity of that team overnight or or within a couple of years sometimes they sit for a few years and then by their senior year they contribute but not to the level of of that five-star athlete that you probably thought they were going to contribute as and and either way as far as in-state guys though too like you know and again football is a little bit different than basketball you've got a lot more um you know choices to make and in more leeway to a degree because you know one guy not hitting is going to be you know less of a hit to your overall recruiting class and, and just team just because of the sheer numbers there um i still like if if, if you're leaning toward it to, to get a guy into nebraska i mean the fans um you know obviously can relate to the kid but obviously it's got to be a good fit you don't do it just because he's he's from nebraska but you know we've seen enough of those guys leave the state and um you know these days too it's worth mentioning with the transfer portal um, and with with NIL, um, you know, we, when kids don't get opportunities, and and, and maybe they and maybe they won't, or, or you know, even if they, they kind of stick to it or whatever, um, I'm interested to see how many of those guys um, last till the end of uh, you know graduation. How many of those guys these days are, or if they're not getting playing time somewhere, hit the transfer portal, either get lost in the portal, um, or um, you know, just you know. I don't know. Just, just not find a home, or yeah. or you know, just never never make it out there. But more importantly, I guess never find a home. Um, you know, I, I think that maybe recruiting freshmen. I, I I said this about quarterbacks, and I believe this to be true for Nebraska. At least you know it's it's very new. We don't know how long this is going to last. But so far, two years of the, the transfer portal, Nebraska's got a, a legitimate starter at quarterback. So I think to because Nebraska has the brand nil whatever it is to mm. get a legitimate starter out of the quarterback the quarterback position I think it lessens the importance of getting a high school quarterback and making sure he hit you know he's he's a long term fit for Nebraska I think to a degree with the transfer portal altogether it's kind of the same thing with your high school you know any positions where those those misses might hurt you a little bit less if you can replace them uh in the transfer portal so that'll be that'll be fascinating to kind of follow uh as this thing grows as college football grows and Mm -hmm. as we kind of see where you know what what direction it takes um 
I saw too. This was was on early break, and, and, and we've talked about it before. They they had a, a good discussion on it. So uh, go ahead and check out early break this morning. Uh, they mentioned that si- Nebraska signed sixty seven four star athletes uh, from two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen, and only three players were drafted among those guys. Um, that is that is crazy, and we we know. I mean, we've all sat through. Nebraska football mm-hmm. not being very good the last several years. So, you know, you can kind of bring up this stat and that stat to show why. But, I mean, that that goes back to, again, the development that we're talking about. Um, Sipple had a good point because kind of pointing out, you know, at times there's a, there's such a thing in that industry, in, in recruiting uh, websites and stuff, that you kind of get a Nebraska bump. If you get a Nebraska offer... <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you end up being a four star. Sometimes you, yeah, you move up and uh, in 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 maybe ways that you you shouldn't because Nebraska fans uh, love recruiting websites and like to click on that <laughs> stuff and, and love to, uh, to 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 get into it. And it that's like, been yeah, something for a long time. Let's bump them up. Maybe more Nebraska fans will click on his profile, open up the page. It, it. I wish that was a conspiracy, but it seems to be true. And and, and I don't know if that, that you know how much of that factors into it compared to Nebraska just needs to, um, you know be much better at developing and and obviously you know they just haven't had the Mm -hmm. the right head guy in charge for years now um so you know all that kind of kind of plays in but um it's just it's it's crazy sometimes look at those numbers um and and you know it's crazy too just talking to Husker fans at times just to think about how far Nebraska really has fallen um and 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 what kind of job Matt Rule has because we talk about the Colorado job we talk about those um you know kind of what he's picking up here and Mm -hmm. I think you know Mickey Joseph did a, a pretty good job and I'll still argue I don't think there was a team here that Scott Frost had that didn't have bowl talent they just oh, they, ne- they the, just never got it out of what well, the thing is Nebraska all of the all of the coaches that have that have come through Nebraska have had amazing talent on the roster it's just the the usage of those players and the the, the misuse of some of those players are the reasons that they've been they've been damned to, to mediocrity the past couple of years I mean Mike Riley did a really good job of recruiting. This team was was loaded with talent. I mean, we said it before. Scott Frost's first team was probably one of his more talented teams. That was all Mike Riley guys, aside from the freshmen that he brought in. Yeah. Um, and then he did a really good job of recruiting and bringing in talent, although a lot of that talent didn't stick, stick around for very long. Um, he, he did a really good job of loading this team with talent. Um, and... You, you saw that with with the amount of close losses that they had, although none of those you know turned out to wins, obviously, they were in just about every game. So it's it's not the lack of talent. To me, it's just it, it's a mixture of the lack of development and the the what how am I trying to word this? the the lack of getting the right talent. You had very talented guys. But maybe they didn't quite fit your system. You're getting four star athletes, but maybe you're not getting the right four star athletes to your team. Maybe if those guys would have started somewhere else, they would have had a lot more success in the collegiate ranks. And maybe if if Scott Frost and 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 uh, Mike Riley and Bo Pelini, Bo Pelini did have success, obviously. But if they would have gotten more guys that fit their system in a, in a in a better way, you know, uh, they would have also had more success. So it's it's not for a lack of talent. It's a mixture of development. And getting the right kind of talent to fit the type of system that you're trying to run, because you've got guy. I mean, you're bringing in quarterbacks that are that are more running quarterbacks. Or you're trying to run a passing offense, or you know, Mike Riley had Tommy Armstrong, who was a was a really solid quarterback for Nebraska with Bo Pelini. And you know, in Mike Riley's offense, it's he's looking for more of a pocket passer. And they they tried it out with with Tommy, and he put up some numbers and had a had a, a winning record with Riley, but. 
it just wasn't the right fit. And then you bring in Tanner Lee, and maybe he was the right fit, but things just didn't seem to click with, with Tanner Lee. And, you know, after that, you get to Frost and Adrian Martinez, again, a guy who fits the the offensive scheme correctly to a T, but it just didn't it just didn't work out because the the talent that he had around him and maybe a, a little bit with him as well just didn't seem to mesh that well. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy because you almost get <laughs> by trying to break it all apart. You almost just uh, you, you get more and more lost. But I, I, again, I, I think ultimately, you know, every team's going to have their problems. Every team's going to have their shortcomings. Every team, every staff's going to not, you know, have misses, have guys that they that they that they didn't bring up. I mean, you hear about all of Alabama's draft picks. There, there are four star and five star guys that just move along, and, and you don't hear from them. You remember Deshaun Hand? He was he was like the yeah. number one recruit in the country. He was bench pressing like four hundred pounds as a senior in high school. Went to Alabama, and everybody's like, he's the next best thing. He's fantastic. He did what every five star does, and he sat sat behind a couple of other five stars for two years, and then when he finally got his chance, he was okay. Yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, world shattering type of defensive lineman that you probably connect with Alabama like he was okay he was solid I don't know if he ended up getting drafted I think he might be in the NFL right now but it wasn't it just wasn't to the level that you you thought that five star would be playing at yeah and and, and again my intrigue for the, for this particular coaching transition um is is because you know and, and, and again when you say you don't have enough draft picks you, you know that is what it is, too. I mean, you need to have the guys. You need to have all Big Ten players. Whose fault is that? Is it the, the evaluators recruiting? Is it the development? You know, there's there's fault all along the way. But again, this Nebraska team, the Scott Frost era, was not um, littered with games where you just said that team doesn't belong in the field with the other team. You know, Michigan last year, you know, the first year as well. I mean, there's a couple exceptions. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, um, Nebraska – even through almost every game looked pretty good at times before they blew it, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I, I think coaching points, had a lot to do with it. There were multiple points during those games where you thought, Nebraska can win this. Yeah. It wasn't just automatically after two possessions from the other team, you were like, yep, that's it. We're, we're done. We're cooked. There were multiple times you're like, you know what? If this happens... Nebraska's right back in it. Nebraska can win it. It just happened. That it never happened. Yeah, and 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 so in that transition to Matt Rule, as he is, is he going to be able to pick up a team that is close? And we all hate that word, but that that's the Scott Frost, you know, uh, tenure in in one word is close. And mm -hmm. and push them up from there, or does he have to break it down and build it back up? Uh, and and from the you know. You can look and look at the narratives. I mean, he's at least pointing out there that he thinks this team's kind of in the second year where his Temple and Baylor teams were in the second year. So you hope that, that you know, you're not going to have to do this massive rebuild at the same time. You know, you bring in 40 new guys that does kind of say <laughs> massive rebuild. So um, we'll only see what the results on the field. But I, I'm very interested to see kind of how that plays out. Uh, I, I did promise the Clemson story. It's interesting. Nebraska has uh, obviously some um, some way to work to get down to 85 scholarships. Nebraska is not alone in the transfer portal uh, era and, and having to do that. Clemson currently sits at 88 uh, and they're not expecting any departures. So Clemson, that uh, quarterback, or excuse me, um, coach Dabo Sweeney, um, came out and said, and he's a former walk-on himself. So keep this in mind that they might have to strip some of the scholarships that they gave to former walk-ons uh, in order to to make that happen. Um, not you know that's not the great moment. I mean that sucks. One of the best moments in college football is is the the walk-on getting his you know the team celebrating around mm -hmm. the walk-on who gets the scholarship announcement. And you know at that time you kind of think 
you've made it. And now to have to go back and he's talking about, you know, he kind of said the three guys he had to one was a long snapper. Mm -hmm. He might just have to go back and kind of say, you know, it is what it is, but we All right. Get down to All right. If you away. recorded you giving the scholarship to him, you have to record you taking the scholarship away. <laughs> yes. Not to not to shame the child or not child. Not to shame the <laughs> child. kid. I've child. heard kids before. Goodness gracious. Child. Not to shame the kid. Not to shame the 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 player. But to shame Dabo. Like, hey, you did you did this and you made this this uh this athlete feel better about you know not having to pay for college and now you're taking all that away. Okay. Let's 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 see how, let's see the reaction. Yeah. It, 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 it's not going to be a good moment. And, they, of course, these things are going all around college football. As college uh, camps come more into, like, kind of making scholarship limits, mm -hmm. come into making the team and being able to keep that scholarship. A weird turn in the college football world. I know a lot of people don't like it, uh, but it's more than just Matt Rule. I know a lot of focus here locally, obviously, is on Nebraska, and, and some people feel some certain way about kind of how he's done things, but it's a, it's uh, it's, it's going on across the nation, so uh, keep that in mind. We will take a break. We'll invite Nick Sanders in for the Happy Hour crossover. Coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.